0: welcome to another episode of good taste bad grammar powered by the family brand be sure to like share subscribe on apple and spotify podcasts and be sure to follow us on social media at good taste bad grammar enjoy the episode
1: what's going on everybody it's your boy rod carter coming at you live with good taste bad grammar man i'm here with my boy brad brooks what up bro you What's good with you, bro? Can't call it, man. We back in the studio, man. It's been a couple weeks.
0: Good Yo. to be back, man. How you feeling? Man, I'm good, man. I'm blessed, man. You know, we got another banger coming out today. Always good, man. Linking up with you, man. I'm excited about the guests we had today.
1: Most definitely. Had a good weekend. Happy belated birthday to those that don't know. My boy just turned 25 a couple hey, days no, ago. Hey, don't spill the age.
0: <laughs> watch out, <bro. laughs> don't watch out, man. We're still watch in our out. youth,
1: man. We're still getting it done, man. Age ain't nothing but a number. we making it happen. But we're here with another guest, like you said, another banger, man. We're happy to be here. But before we get started, as usual, we like to start with a segment we like to call Good Taste. So, Mark, um, bringing it in, bringing in the segment called Good Taste, it's just going to be a kind of uh, opportunity for the listeners to get to know you, um, see how you're feeling, kind of fill out your vibe a little bit before we get into the episode. So, it's just a couple questions. So, first, we wanted to, you know, ask you name, and Brad made me, he he didn't make me, but he said he suggested (laughs) that we switch the question. So, name three good lenses to use. I had cameras, but he said lenses.
2: Uh, three good lenses to use. Uh, personally, uh, I've been known to shoot with my nifty 50, yeah, 50 millimeter. Uh, I've done a bunch of work with that, uh, 2470, and uh, you also need some kind of wide h, also 35
1: millimeter. Okay, yeah, okay, for sure, for sure. Um, so, so, secondly, following up that one, name three good artists to
2: listen to. Wow, that's very that's, that's, yeah <laughs> that's, that's very subjective. It's very subjective um, and it's
1: very but it's specific to you, so just to fill your vibe. No, nah, for
2: sure. Um say so I'll go three different artists from three different eras. Okay. So of course we got Jay-Z. For sure. We got Ho, um, got Hov. Um got most deaf. Okay, okay. And we got Lute. Mm.
1: Dope. So you can see the vibe, man. It's a hip-hop vibe right there, but it's definitely three great artists to listen to Um, and to to round us off um, name three good ways to spark creativity
2: Uh, three good ways to spark creativity I would say one way uh, that I try to find creativity uh, looking at documentaries okay Uh, definitely there's a lot of gems in there Um, say in order to a lot of things are you know based in the past so in order to get you know a fresh perspective on an old idea you know you got to look at something from a different lens in a point of time so Definitely documentaries, Uh, listening to music Mm -hmm. also helps with creativity and reading books. Most definitely. Reading books, yeah. I agree.
0: And that's smooth and uh, definitely excited to have you on today, Mark. Oh, uh, great, great intro answers, man, for our good taste segment. But giving you a proper introduction today, we are joined by Mark Prosper, yes, a sir. photographer and artistic director located here in Charlotte, North Carolina. This man's resume is deep. He's been able to work in music festivals, work with dope artists, and be featured in some of the best and best, oh, excuse me, the best and biggest museums here in the city, man. So, Mark Prosper, Prosperly, man, uh, introduce you yourself man tell
2: us a little bit about yourself. Uh, man first of all I like to appreciate you guys for having me on. Almost uh, I don't usually do interviews so this is definitely a rare uh occasion. Nope, <laughs> well, I ain't going yeah. to. It yeah. was <laughs> hard to
1: find information. We was in there digging,
2: <laughs> digging, digging. digging. No, no, <laughs> no. That's what's up. Um but yeah man, uh, I would just say I'm a little, you know, I'm gonna, I want I like to describe myself as, you know, the quiet kid that people keep their eyes on like that's the best way to describe not it. Not the crazy like, one though. No, I'm not I'm <laughs> for sure the quiet kid that's like, yo, he's making noise without making noise. Like yeah. that's me. Facts. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's dope, man. And you could I feel as though, man, like like Rod said, it wasn't nothing crazy that we found within our research. But man, it's I, I think like that's something we can see in your art. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like, man, like that dude is probably to himself, like, introverted, but he's dope as hell. And, like, you see that within the photography, man. So, it's dope, you know, like, the artwork that you've been able to put out in the world and the, the world has been able to, you know, definitely uh, be able to just understand and uh, show some love to you. It's like, all right, like, it's quiet, but he definitely has, you know, a lot of support within the city, so that's
2: dope. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I, First and foremost, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without making the connections that I've made, so... Every person that, you know, I've highlighted or, you know, I was able to create with is definitely a base level friendship there. You know, we always got history there. So that's for sure.
0: For sure. And, uh, you know, Mark, like we said, diving, diving in and digging into your background. You know, you've been adopted and you're currently located in the city, but you're not from the city, man. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, you know, that early
2: childhood upbringing, man, up in New York City. All right. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm not from Charlotte. Wasn't born here. <laughs> when I, I actually saw my first a birth certificate of Charlotte, like of a Charlotte native. And I was like, yo, you are a unicorn. Uh-huh. I ain't never seen no birth certificate from a Charlotte you got two right here. So, <laughs> bet. Um, but no, I'm from New York. I'm from the Bronx. That's where my family is from. And uh, I moved down here in 2001. Uh, tragically, after 9-11, mm-hmm. um, coming down to Charlotte was definitely a culture shock to me. You're talking about a kid who was from the inner city to coming out to, you know, Greenland, definitely the country at that time. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, I was anti-Charlotte. Yeah, uh, yes, ma'am. No, sir. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And let's not forget when you are getting talked down to, they like to call you boy. boy. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That that struck home with me. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't really feeling Charlotte in that way, but I definitely uh, I picked up on the hospitality uh, off gate. Mm -hmm. It's definitely there. It's something I've never seen before. People take you into their homes. They feed you. They make sure that you're good. I'm like, yo, this is different. So yeah, shout out to Charlotte.
0: Yeah, man, and like Ross said, you know, being from Charlotte, you know, I, I think that's that's just a vibe. Like, it's definitely one of those places, and it's it's changing, becoming like a, a big emerging city. Oh yeah. um, Which people still want to say it has that small town feel in a way. It's losing that, but I do think the one thing you're always going to get from Charlotte is that hospitality. You're going to meet a lot of people if you when you meet that uh, rare person that is born and raised in Charlotte. Oh, yeah. You are going to meet somebody that's typically you know very well, uh, respectful, mm-hmm. uh, definitely hospitality. Uh, hospital, Um, so I definitely think that's something you're going to see, man, but you said you were anti-Charlotte when you first moved down here. Mm -hmm. Um, How has that changed? Um, And then when you and your family moved down here, did you guys have any original family ties? Like, What led y'all to North Carolina?
2: All right, so I'm going to answer this in two parts. Uh, (laughs) When I came down here, uh, like I said, I was like 12, 13, Mm -hmm. so... Again, you took a kid, you know, from the city in, like, his peak, like, teenage years. Yeah. You know, you just getting I, room, yeah. I am like, yo, this is nothing that I'm used to. And, like, I was a latchkey latchkey kid uh, in New York. So, I was able to walk around. Like, I didn't have to be, mm-hmm. you know, subjected to, you know, somebody picking me up. I was able to, you know, check for natural, myself. Yeah. yeah I, you know, take the bus, take the train, that kind of stuff. And then coming down here was, like, a culture shock because... You no, you don't up. even have sidewalks like yeah, that. Right. Hey, slow! No right. corner store. Oh man, so you really had to rely on somebody older with a vehicle, and it was just like, can't do this. Right. Like, I wanted, like, I wanted to scream every time, like, but say that was in my earlier years. I say right around high school is where things started to change. Um, again, just building the relationships with the people. Um, say I'll, I'll let you know. Like, loot was like one of my first friends. Like. I met him in seventh grade. So the fact that, you know, you see us rocking together, you know, all these years later is just a testament to, you know, having good friends around. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and the more friends that I met, you know, the more comfortable I became with Charlotte. So now I know, you know, pretty much the city like the back of my hand. Yeah. Except the east. That's still like no man. That's my, that's that's raw side of the neck of the woods, man. I'm the same way, man. I've been here a long (laughs)
0: time and I still, I'll be over here like, let me me turn this GPS on, Mm -hmm. man. Yes, sir. Man, to the east side. <laughs> you feel me? Hey, but, you know, I, I love the fact that you say, you know, Luke being one of your first friends in the city and to see his success and your success as well, I think that's the most organic thing to, you know, to work with the people that, like, hey, man, like, we don't been building it together. Like, we've been talking about this. We've been hustling together. So it's dope to see, like, how far you both have come. Um, and, you know, we much we definitely want to say, like, we appreciate, you know, what y'all are doing and we are, uh, respect what y'all are doing as well. Word. Um, So, you know, you met Luke in seventh grade. When did you meet your love for the camera though? You know, you said you grew up in New York and New York has some, when I tell you New York is the center of excellence when it comes to black creatives, mm. you know, within music, within art, everything. New York is the place. Did you fall in love with the camera and your artistic abilities in New York or did that really start to transpire and take home when you got to North Carolina?
2: Uh, I'm not even gonna cap to you. Like, taking up a camera really wasn't my first thing. Like, mm. I am a trained graphic designer So I've been looking at images for a very long time. Uh, It wasn't until like maybe five years ago, uh, a coworker of mine, she was you know dumping her old Canon, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna sell it for a hundred bucks." I was like, "To who?" She was like, "I don't know, somebody on the internet." And I was like, "I'll give you a hundred bucks cash tomorrow." Right. So and I started out with her camera, and a lot of my images were on that camera. Mm -hmm. Like I just upgraded a got a Canon 5D Mark IV last year. so a bunch of my work was shot on that old camera
0: worry that's yeah. dope that's dope man far as uh, I know you said like you're by trade you're a graphic designer mm. you know what else did you uh, you know dabble in in regards of like finding and honing
2: into that skill set oh man uh, like I said I'm, I'm really big on watching you know documentaries and a bunch of you know the resources to make documentaries are photography like it's old photographs mm-hmm. and, You just don't, like, you're always intrigued, like, yo, wow, like, they found the perfect still to, like, have a talking point and do a monologue over, and it's just like, all right, cool. Some of these images really did, you know, sit with me, and I'm just like, all right. But once I started picking up the camera, um, of course, I started to navigate, you know, my way, but then, you know, having a friend who's an artist, you know, trying to capture his life on camera to portray to the public, that really was the thing that I was, you know, honing on, and I feel like, you know, I, I do a good job of, of just that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree um so moving forward kind of like so after that you said you know you were professionally trained graphic designer so you went to art school correct yeah yeah so tell us a little bit about art school how you kind of ended up there like what the steps were because you know i know some people are thinking about art school and then they get talked out of it because they say it ain't no money in that and dah, 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 dah.
2: so tell us how you kind of got there all right so art school came about uh senior year of high school by the way i went to hopewell okay to high school and um a bunch of my friends, you know, they started getting in their acceptance letter, you know, UNC Charlotte, UNC Greensboro, a this, that, and the third. And I'm like, yo, all right, let me try to at least go where some of my friends are, if not the same school, then the same city. Right. I, you know, I applied, nothing. Right. You know, I didn't get nothing back. Uh, I was just like, man, this is very disheartening. And I felt like the only thing that I really, truly excelled in in high school was art. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, why not go down this route? Um... And you know I wound up going to art school, and I met some really creative people. Um, to this day, like I, somebody else who works uh, alongside me as another art director is my man Goose mm-hmm. uh, Gustavo Soto. Yeah, I he's dope. Him. He's dope. <laughs> I mm-hmm. met him in, in school. So, okay.
1: Yeah. 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 So you you touched on it a little bit, but talk about how how art school kind of art school helped you hone in on those skills and kind of. I guess, refine them and and, and take you to that next level? Oh, for sure.
2: Uh, Just in graphic design, well, any trade, you know, it's very competitive. Yeah. And uh, you want to always, you know, put your best foot forward and make sure, like, you you make a noise with your work. And uh, in my time in art school, you know, I I was just so happy to be surrounded by some really talented creatives. Mm -hmm. You know, some who were trained, uh, not even trained, they were just really great natural illustrators that I've been around. I'm like, all right, cool. I try to soak up game from you. I knew some chefs, try to soak up game from them. That's dope. Um, I knew people who do web design and, you know, multimedia design. And it just so happened, like, the circle that I ran with in school, you know, to like, there are a bunch of professionals that I still know and they're like excelling in their field. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's that, all right, cool. You really got to critique each other, you know, steel sharp and steel. Yeah. And And we would have, like, all-night design sessions, weekend design sessions, just really to try to push each other. And it's nothing without a a core circle. Yeah,
1: most definitely. I think that's dope, and I think it shows and it speaks to kind of how you can't box art in. Like, art is just so many different things. It's always gonna be different. You talked to them, you know, the culinary kind of aspect of art, which I think is art as well. Mm-hmm. Um, cooking, like, you really have to get creative with that oh, and, yeah, sure. and, and put your mind into it and put some, you know, some skill into that. So I think that's dope. Um, in your time at art school, and I know you did some freelance, did you do freelance during school or was that kind of like following art school? Um, freelance photography or graphic design or whatever it was. When did you kind of get into that lane?
2: So, the freelance did come around in college. Um, Again, I was fresh into design and I want to say the homies were doing music at the time, so I was just like, all right, cool. Um, I'm always hanging out with them when they're in the studio, so I might as well, you know, be useful to them to help, you know, sell their projects out to my friends in school. Um, And I I'll never forget. I was trying to put all my friends on this school until West 1996. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, trust me. This is something that you're going to want to listen to. Because where
1: were you? like in the? Where did you go to our school? Uh, I was still in Charlotte. Okay, you was yeah, in Charlotte. I was okay. in Charlotte. Okay. I didn't we're know not, you was
2: somewhere. We're in... not going to name drop my school because okay, you know, am still It's definitely real, so... They're not gonna find me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta duck that. <laughs> not over. by my legal name, they not. Yeah. So. <laughs> I didn't know
1: how hard you were having to push if you were somewhere in like Idaho or something like oh, that. Oh, like, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, thanks, thanks, thanks.
2: But, uh, you know, even though this, the school that I did go to, you know, there were people from all over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like one of my closest friends, and, you know, she's the furthest away, you know, she's from the Bahamas and oh. decided to come to Charlotte to go yeah. to art school. So I was like, that's crazy. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, um, I tried to, you know, put people into on West 1996. A lot of them wasn't hearing it at first, but, like, once it started to circulate the blogs and mm-hmm. get the love from, you know, the OGs mm-hmm. in the game, I was just like, oh, this is who you try trying to put me on. I was like, I tried to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I've been from to the jump. From the jump. But before West 1996, you know, I also worked, you know, with Forever FC, which was, like, the first group that Luke was a yeah. part of. Yeah, You know, that had Scholar Chase, Jimmy Kelso, Rel McFly, sorry, Rel, and uh, mm-hmm. Hi, on Rye, And, um, yeah, no, I I work with all of them. Dope. All of them. Dope.
1: Yeah, that's what's up, man. Because, you know, I, I know that's kind of a big part of, especially photographers doing freelance work and finding that, that I guess you could say sometimes it's a niche and just finding that work um, and figuring it out. So I think it's dope that you did it kind of while you were still in school and figuring it out. Um, but I know you also kind of mentioned that you, you worked in the corporate space for a little bit. And I know you know Brad and I can relate to kind of working in that corporate space and also you know chasing kind of that creative lane as well. Um, talk a little bit about you know that corporate that balance of being creative and if if you were tied over or you know what that was like working in a, I guess. More professional I guess you could say
2: so uh, it's definitely two brains you yeah. uh, you definitely have a, a brain that's you know more so aligned with you know doing the nine-to-five job but mm-hmm. then when you know you when you get out of that you got to clock in on your other jobs so, right and you know one is more restricting than the other so I always thought about it like cool if I do this to suffice my you know daily needs my bills and stuff like that that's cool but then, like, I get to run crazy with all my, my ideas right. mm-hmm. when I don't got to go to work. So I always tell people to this day, because I still work a job, that I have to, you know, maintain my lifestyle. But right. I get off work and I go to work. Yeah. That's how I put it. Yeah. And I would it's ask real.
1: you, like, what what kind of advice would you give that person that's just getting into that, like, two hands, like you said, two brains? Like, what worked for you? What didn't work? Um, just, I mean, just advice to them.
2: Um. You always got to know your your, your when, like, and I say that to say, you know, know when you're giving up, you know, you for the job and then know when you're giving up the job for yourself. Mm. And there's plenty of times where, like, I sacrifice uh, sleep to, you know, do both. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. But <laughs> it got me to where I am today.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's dope, and I think that's something that it, – it you said the word sacrifice, and I think that's real. That at some point, you're going to have to sacrifice something, whether it's time, whether it's sleep, mm-hmm. whether it's money. Um, it just has to come in kind of that journey. Um, but you also you know, did kind of like your own um, – and you're going to have to explain it to me because I saw the dope pieces. I saw Peace and Prosper. I saw hats. And I thought they were hard. But, you know, that was it. All I got was pictures. So I just need to know more. What is Peace and Prosper? What kind of personal projects outside, I guess you could say, photography
2: and uh, artist directory that you work on? All right. So Peace and Prosper, that's like my brainchild. Um, My manifest, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, The name came about, again, this was in college and everybody was on Tumblr. So you needed a name to define yourself. Uh, Peace and Prosper was the brand. And If Peace and Prosper is the brand, Mark Prosper is the person behind the brand. Gotcha. Um, It's everything that I want to do. It's just, you know, thrown off the timescale right now. Mm -hmm. Um, The hats were the last thing that I did do uh, as a physical product. Uh, They all sold out in 2016. Um, I planned on doing a revisit this year, but some things financially got tied up and you know I have to be an adult so <laughs> yeah that's real. but um I I have been working on trying to put some more you know physical goods back into the atmosphere but I'm not trying to saturate it mm-hmm. if you if you get what I mean mm-hmm. like everything right now is just like everybody trying to sell something to you right yeah and I even with my hats like I'm not trying to sell it to you I made the hat for me right and, and people just kept saying Yo, oh I want one I want one so uh, I design for myself, and then if people start gravitating towards it, then it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I make enough. Yeah, that's dope too. Like you said, like
0: the, just the organicness of like, and I, I think that's the that's the purpose of art. Like we put it out there, and I, I want to say I heard this from Erica Badu on a uh, interview where she was like, art is meant to have dialogue, and art is to like just to create. And like start conversation, and I feel as though like even how you said like with people gravitating towards it, I think that's what art is about. Like, hey, like I didn't know that you made that for yourself, but if you can, not like, I want you to make <laughs> one of those for me. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> so
2: that's hard, man. Yeah, but I even got homegirls to this day. Like, oh, you know, you know, you should make a bucket hat, right? Because like, you're always rocking that. Buttons. Is that would yeah. That, I, yeah?
0: that makes sense. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. as your signature. That's a dope. But, man, Mark, man, changing gears, so you kind of already alluded to, you know, how you've been able to develop relationships with Luke, you know, other artists within Charlotte, and just be able to tap into something that you're talented in and helping your friends and people that you just come across, and you know, throughout your journey. You know, tell us a little bit about some of the uh, opportunities you've been able to uh, work on, you know, working at Dreamville Fest, uh, working on sets uh, like, you know, uh, the Clean Slate and doing some of their look books. You know, just
2: touch on a little bit about that. All right, I'll start with Cleese. Slate uh, again. It throws me off because I realize how young y'all are. So it's just <laughs> like I met, you know, Paulie and Jeff and Clean. Um, they were still in high school, mm-hmm. and they would mm-hmm. hang out uh, at the studio where you know Forever FC would record, and it's just and
0: that's like, the dojo, right? That's the yeah, dojo. okay, they, they yeah. I met, I met, one. I met Miss Amy about
2: a year ago. That's okay. what's up. Yeah, that's that's the dojo, the infamous dojo, and uh, a lot of people have walked through there. A lot of faces and. You know, they was just always young, soaking up game for us. Like, again, we don't really have any OGs, but a lot of people look at us like, yo, you guys really put us on game very early in the game. So it's just like, all right, cool. Fast forward years later, you know, the clean slate is still very much a brand. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I'm, you know, I'm taking photos now. So it just organically happened. I think Paulie reached out to me directly. He was like, yo, Mark, you know, I got a project. It screams you, yo. I need you to be the photographer, and I'm like, all right, cool. Say less. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. And shoot, real quick, man, how, like how you just saying, like you didn't necessarily have OGs for yourself, and uh, you know, Pauly, Jeff, John, all them dudes, just really been able to soak up game from you guys. I want to say, and I want to shout you out about this, like, and I, and Rod, right, and tell me if I'm wrong. It feels like all our episodes, like we're getting our guys on. It's like. All right, we don't have a timetable yet, but when we do, it's some backstory. Yeah, and I remember like when I reached out to you about a year ago, like, "Yo, what's up, Mark? Man, think you're dope. Want to connect?" You told me, "Yo." Bradford Brooks, man, bro, you went to University Park summer camp, man. I was your counselor, bro. And I think once again, um, just going back to where we first began, bro, like your New York upbringing, but being uh, adopted in Charlotte, that goes to show, like, just how you become uh, a mix with the city lifestyle of very just, you know, Southern hospitality, man. It's real. Yeah. And, like, when you hit me up and was like, nah, bro, like, anything you need, bro, we'll work. And here we are today, man. So I just had to shout that out real quick, bro. Right.
2: I didn't know if that was gonna be on the topic or not, but yeah. Yeah. He
1: definitely had hit me up like, yo, like, he was my camp counselor. I
0: was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's how Charlotte is sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, it is, bro. But, you know, staying on um, the creative journey and working with different artists, um, you know, how is that like, man, balancing like the creative styles? You know, you have your style and your vision. But how does that correlate with trying to bring someone else's vision to life? You know, we mentioned you've worked with Lute, uh, Fetty P. Franklin, uh, The Clean Slate. You know, how do
2: those social, or excuse me, creative styles work when they're going hand in hand? I think it's all about telling, you know, an authentic story. I mean, for Frank, uh, I took, you know, BTS on a couple of his video shoots. But it's really, you know, Frank uh, Frank playing his character in the video. but. Mm-hmm you get a glimpse of you know who he is outside of the character yeah and you know on set i guess we really should have you know had somebody doing video to show you like frank has a great personality mm-hmm. like the guy is made for tv <laughs> like jokes non-stop he just yeah. has it but um trying to you know show you you know who he was on the set you know in his neighborhood is just crazy like you see you know nobody really rents out an ice cream truck for a video but yeah. he did that and you saw like the kids flock into him you know mm-hmm. there were you know actual neighborhood residents like it was it was out there too they were yeah. chopping it up on the block with him and it was just like all right cool this is dope mm-hmm. got to capture this um same thing with you know when we do you know loot stuff nine times out of ten you know there's people we already know so it's just trying to get that engagement involved and um yeah Everything's organic. Yeah. Even with cleaning them. Like, they come to me with a vision, and most of their, you know, their references are black experiences. Yeah. And as a black man, I can resonate with, you know, everything that they're talking about. Mm -hmm. So trying to push that behind a lens is like, all right, cool. I got my focal point. It makes sense. Now I just got to sell it to everybody. Yeah,
0: yeah. 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 And I think that's that steel sharpens, or excuse me, iron sharpens iron mentality that you were saying that. Even though, like, you know, we may have creative differences. And not to say that's a negative. I think creative differences is a positive. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you guys are together, like you said, most of the things we all can relate to. Where it's like, all right, like, we're going to make something dope just because we can't relate to this. So that's real, man. And it's it's hard to hear that uh, from another black creative yourself. So um, slide into another topic, man. You know, going back to North Carolina, you are a part of Slum County. You know, what is Slum County? I know that's been able to open up some opportunities for you and uh, tell us a little bit about the experience of going to Dreamville Fest and shooting some of the great things that you shot, like Elliot Wilson, J. Cole, and just that entire festival, bro. Uh,
2: so Slum County is a—it's Lute's imprint. That's his backbone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are the creatives that, you know, like Dreamville has their team of people to help, mm-hmm. you know, push Dreamville to the masses. And so Slum County is us. Um, yeah. Myself, Gustavo, Alex, uh, Doe, Pooh. You know, and we have a couple other people that are integrated as well, but Slum County, you know, that's Lute's baby. That's his imprint. And um, being a part of that has, you know, definitely got me through some doors. Like, All-Star Weekend, you know, getting to shoot the, the secret concert. Yeah. After the, like, that was crazy. Um, that was very crazy. And that was
1: yeah. dope. I remember that happening, that going down. With the yeah, no, right I, I, that, like, and I'll
2: tell you a story about that. Like, um... That was actually like one of the first big venue concerts that I shot, okay. um, and I, I had that first camera, and I thought I had all my batteries charged. So I'm <laughs> I'm in the pit, you know, trying to figure out like, yo, should I go? Should I not? Should I go? Should I? And then the artist come out, and I'm like, man, I'm going. Yeah. And I'm I'm surrounded by real shooters, and I'm just like, whew, this is this is different. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in, I'm in the pit with them, and I'm shooting, and my battery just Dies I'm just like <laughs> I felt so discouraged. Yeah, and I just like, oh man, what am I doing? I turned it off, and something was just like, yo, turn it back on. And I turn it back on, and I'm like, oh, I got a second win. Yeah, <laughs> man, I I cleaned up everything that I had to clean up, right? uh-huh. and that was amazing. Um, shooting Dreamville Fest uh, again, you know, Luke being a part of you know Dreamville. And him being on the roster to perform, you know, allowed me access to shoot. And I was able to shoot his segment and a couple of other artists' segment. But that clearance is very, very hard, you know, yeah. the higher up the performer is. And by the time Code came out, there was a whole different security team running <laughs> right back. They was like, yeah, nah.
1: <laughs>
0: it's so, on the way. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Oh, yeah, no,
2: for sure. You know, making the right context within the team itself, you know, helps solidify being able to shoot the bigger stuff.
0: But, Word. Mm-hmm. and that's dope, man. I know you just show, uh, shared some personal stories, but, man, uh, we want to take the time and ask you, man, what are some personal favorites uh, just that you've been able to create? You know, you've done album covers. You've been able to do photography with artists, um, with business brands. You know, what are some of your personal favorites when you dive into your portfolio of creative work? What's the three? Uh, not, me, not three, but just anything that stands out.
2: It's definitely the first uh, lookbook that I shot with clean slate. Um, the image is uh, in the, on the porch. Oh, with the and du- that's rag. the do-rag, yeah. 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 With the, uh, the young kid, and shout out to uh, Jeff uh, from Soon Enough, you know, he was able to be our model for that day, and uh, that image itself, uh, it just shows you know, if you ever had an older brother, and you would tag it along with him, like, that's yeah, what yeah. that was. Like, hey, I'm trying to be like you, and God, for, like, I... It resonated with me so i was mm-hmm. like all right cool this image right here sells it um the one of you know clean himself in the barber's chair that yeah, just dope, that looks like a you know a boss getting a haircut yeah <laughs> nah, right. it's dope man it's
0: dope. shout out mr charles Barbershop, man that's my oh, original yes. barber shop man corn mm-hmm. uh corn uh that's my old barber man
2: Right. yeah that that image right there um there's definitely an image coming up that's gonna surface um Pretty soon I can't really dive too much into it. Okay. But it does um, you know, feature De Niro Ferrar. Um, oh. that's something that we shot recently and uh, I would have to say this uh this is a bunch of loot picks that y'all won't see just yet. <laughs> but um yeah. I have a couple of you know favorites out of those. Okay,
0: dope, uh-huh. man. And like we said, man, we love your portfolio. We, we love the work that you do, man. So that's dope, man. To see how how hard you've been grinding and gonna continue to keep grinding with it, bro. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, most definitely, man. I think you know you're gonna keep going. Like we said, it's on the way. Um, you'll be shooting Cole soon enough. You know what I'm saying? Cole gonna ask for you or some shit. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I
2: already have Cole portraits. Yeah, they just don't like. Again, I'm I'm sitting on a couple of images for myself just because it's just like all right, cool. Like I don't want to flood social media with them, mm-hmm. and I think they deserve to live someplace else, more mm-hmm. uh, more sustainable, if you if you will. So, most definitely,
1: yeah. most definitely. So we've been touching a little bit. I mean, kind of the conversation keeps flowing back and forth between you know working in, in Charlotte and working in North Carolina and that collaboration process. So talk a little bit about um, you know Charlotte scene. And uh, just to piggyback, or to bring it back, we had you know a couple of weeks ago well, that was in June. Yeah, back in, in June, June, yeah, during Black Music Month, um, we wanted to take some time to shout out you know artists here in Charlotte, but we wanted to make it a point to not only shout out the people in the booth, but the people also contributing to their careers and what they're doing. And like you mentioned earlier, um, the everything that surrounds you know the artist. Um, so talk a little bit about you know that. Um, piece of it you know outside of just the artists and what you know the different creatives
2: contribute and then also how it is in Charlotte the the different creatives uh, I feel like there's a role for everybody you know mm-hmm. in music and it doesn't always have to be the rapper right? right and that's where people fail to see like all right cool if I can't rap then I can't be in music and that is a false mis like you can definitely be in music um, musicians need you know websites you can be a web designer mm-hmm. you can be you know an engineer stylist. A stylist yes my cousin is a stylist shout out to Trev oh. um, there's a there's a niche everywhere mm-hmm. in every little you know organization and a lot of people like to have you know personal teams so you know if you're good at what you're and you're the best at what you do you know somebody's gonna take note and you know they'll be calling you sooner or later like yo I need you to be a part of my main staff like or if you can't be you know full time then you know Whenever I need you, you know, just, just let me know. And, you know, you'll find your way in those circles. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the creatives in Charlotte, you know, these guys are a beast. They're a beast. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I, I happen to know a lot of them. And it's just like, yo, the city has slept on for so long. Mm-hmm. People just bypass Charlotte. You know, go straight to Atlanta. You know, it's a some bigger city in, in the sense of, you know, what's going on down there. But, All right. You gotta get. To, you gotta go past Charlotte to get to Orlando. To get there, yeah. So there's a lot going on. We have really good, you know, photographers. We have good, you know, videographers. We have documentary style uh, cinematographers. Like a lot happens here, and it just, you know, somewhat goes overlooked, and that's the sad part. Like,
1: right? what do you think the fix is for that, or what do you think, you know, will change that in the up and coming years or that time period?
2: Mm. Honestly, it's it's kind of like Luke said on a, I think it was a Queen City Slumming. You know, it's like here's a who like mm-hmm. we we keep like we're pushing. You know, you got you got ba- you got the baby. You know, who's the loudest? You know, sound piece for Charlotte right now, and you know that's only one style of North Carolina rap though. For sure. You got people like Elevator J. You got people like Cuzzo Key. Mm -hmm. You got people, you know, like- Southside Ghost. Yeah, I was just about to say Southside Ghost. You you know, you got a lot of, even though he's not from Charlotte, he's from Fayetteville, but he he reps the four.
1: Yeah, he corrected us on that. We had him on the list. He was like, I'm from Fayetteville. He's from
2: Fayetteville, but, you know, you got Wells, who's from Charlotte. Like, you got a lot of people from here, you know, who's making noise outside of Charlotte, but they all bring it back home. Right. They all bring it back home. So- Sooner or later, people are just going to be tapped in, like, damn, Charlotte got a lot going on right now. Yeah. Like, and that's one thing, too, man. Like, even, like, um,
0: like you look at a space like Camp North end, man, like, on the west side of Charlotte, it's becoming, like, that creative stomping ground for people to just go out there, like, create, because mm-hmm. it's so dope out there. I know, um, like you say, you know a lot of heavy hitters in the city, man. I want to shout out Damn it's Wesley <sighs> over there, too, man, bro. That dude is cold, man. I, um... Got a couple of pieces from him back in the day. But just seeing, like, him and, like, the one thing I'll say, like the ecosystem of creatives in, in Charlotte, it feels as though that circle, even though it's some in some capacity is small, it feels as though you guys are all uplifting each other. And that's one thing I've seen from him, yourself, um, you know, Loop, uh, all the other artists that you mentioned, it feels as though, like, you guys are, like, all right like hey we going one one of us make it like we going to bring another man so that's one thing I got to say in respect about y'all
2: I really want to give a shout out to Damien Wesley uh Simplistic Phobia Will Carla uh there's a you know there's a team within a team even in the black market so mm-hmm. and all those you know people I don't want to say guys because there's a powerhouse female group in there as well that definitely you know they just ride for each other there's nothing like somebody pushing you and they definitely push you. Yeah. They want to see you at the top. And, you know, they bring you with them. So shout out to them. For sure. Most definitely, most
1: definitely. That's dope to hear, man. Um, I know sometimes you can hear people saying that the city doesn't show love to each other and there's a lot of competition. It's cap- <laughs> I don't see it personally I don't know man You know I just believe in it I believe that We got something buzzing And we talked about it Each time on the episode With people that are from Charlotte But it's on the way man You can see it coming In in the years That we've been You know Putting in the work For the city And it's on the way More Um, love
0: Less hate bro More love Less hate Most definitely So
1: you know Kind of You know Wrapping it up Before we get out of here What can we expect To see next And in the future From Mark Prosper
2: More consistent work Uh, Not to say That I'm not consistent now But um I definitely want to, you know, keep turning it up a, not- a notch. And I'm always learning. There's always, you know, things to learn about photography, you know. And I, I still feel like I'm a novice, even though people tell me, like, yo, your images are dope, they're great, you know, they occupy spaces on museum walls. I'm like, that's cool, but I know there's more that I can do. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to keep trying to push the envelope. That's, that's the best way to put it. Um,
1: that's dope. Hey, well, we here. Good taste, bad grammar. I'm looking forward to it. We support you. How we can help? Most definitely, let us know. Appreciate
0: it. Yeah. But hey, man, switching gears to a more fun side. This is uh, you know, the part of the show. Like you know, early at the beginning, we did the good taste. We also like to spend the back half of that. Call it bad grammar. Okay. So. Every time we have an episode, man, we had a guest and we try to see how good you are with your uh, pronunciation of some words and see how good you, you know, how skilled you are with that grammar. So we're going to give you two words, um, you know, no definition. You don't got to tell us the definition. You just want to see how well uh, you can pronounce them. So I'm going to go ahead and show them to you. All right. And the first one is right here at the top. Mark.
2: Talking about this one right here? Yep. Vagabond.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's 100%. Vagabond. Vagabond,
1: that's 100 Yeah, that's, that's 100%. 100%. And then yeah, we're right going to go, go right here to this one. Playbean? Final answer? Yeah. Final Plybion. answer? Plebeian. Plebeian. Plebeian, okay. Okay. So, plebeian means belonging to a low social class, and vagabond is a person who has no home usually no job, Damn. and who travels from place to
0: place. Okay. I ain't yeah. read the definition. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well in that case, <laughs> we will probably not be using that in this sentence. <laughs> but, yo, man, Mark, um, you know, we, it's been a lot of fun this episode. Man, we appreciate you kicking back Grammar well, with us and just, you know, pulling up on set, man, at the stew with us. But uh, before we get out, you know, uh, every time we conclude episodes, we like to just call this free game. Um, anybody out there that's, you know, trying to get it, somebody that's, you know, might, might listen to this episode, like, I want to be like Mark Prosper, man. What free game would you give an advice um, for people that's just going on their journeys and, uh, you know, hopefully they want to continue that journey and keep going hard?
2: But For anybody out here listening, and you do listen, and you find my story intriguing, like, oh, I want to be like that guy, don't. Mm-hmm. Be like yourself. The, that's the only way I can put it. uh we all live individual lives we all have backstories you know we only choose to highlight the glamorous parts of each part of everybody's story right. so you don't know what it took for me to get here and don't block your blessing by trying to walk in my shoes when you got your own pair so. That's Don't real. Don't block
1: your blessing trying to walk in my shoes when you got your own pair. That's a word, there ain't right it? There, That's bro. a tweet right there. That's yeah, it a caption,
0: man. Right? That's dope, man. Yeah. Yo, Mark, man, um, you know, it's been a great episode. Where can we find you? Uh, if people want to see your work, if they want to uh, tap in, hopefully do some bookings with you or anything, man, just want to work with you,
2: whatever. Oh, for sure. Uh, on Instagram, I'm Mark Prosper. Uh, I have a website as well, uh, www.markprosper.com. Uh, just tap in, email me. You know, I'm readily available sometimes <laughs> but uh yeah no just uh you no know, shoot a shoot me a dm email me just check to see how i'm doing and then you know it all starts with a conversation
0: for sure yeah. man right any last comments man
1: man dope episode thank you mark for coming on oh, yeah, for i sure. appreciate you um, like brad mentioned earlier man you were really receptive and really rock with us on getting on the episode we had a little setback and rescheduling and whatnot but you made it work oh, and oh, uh, we appreciate that for sure um but yeah man
0: Glad to be back.
1: Season three, uh, episode two.
0: Um, Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Hey, another one in the bag. Mark Prosper. Dope episode, man. Legend in the city of North Carolina. If you don't know, man, you definitely know him now. Uh, From myself, the Brad Brooks, underscore the end of that. My dog, Issa Rod. Be sure to follow us at Good Taste Bad Grammar. This was episode two of season three, and we are out of here. Yes, sir.
1: Appreciate you joining us for another episode of Good Taste Bad Grammar. Be sure to follow us on social media at Good Taste Bad Grammar. And like, share, subscribe, and comment on Apple and Spotify podcasts. And don't forget to
2: leave that five star rating. Peace.